Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 561 for Comics Original Racing, March the 11th. 2020. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew, do we get some feedback or anything else from the world of comics? Yeah, we got a little bit from um, our buddy Jason in Hawaii, who gave us uh, some great on the field reporting at um, the Aloha Com- uh, Amazing Comic Con in, in Aloha. Jesus, I think you know anything what. that happens in Hawaii becomes the amazing whatever. The amazing Comic Con Aloha, man. Anyway, it's right here. In the, it's right here in his little message to me too, and I just butchered it. He said, "Thanks for all your hard work releasing my interviews. I did at Amazing Comic Con Aloha last Saturday. Again, thank you, Drew and Kyle, for letting me contribute to your podcast. No, thank you, Jason. We appreciate all that hard work, and we got to um, cut it up and uh, get, provide you. Uh, I think we did like six episodes splitting it up. Um, I probably split it up a little too much, and probably could have done a little better of consolidating all your work." Uh, but I think if they turned out good and people got to share them around and um, all the po- the feedback so far has been very positive. So we we appreciate it very much that you yeah, uh, so t- some t- of the t- people t- that were in, interviewed uh, talking about them on Twitter and stuff like that. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. So we we thank you for do- taking the time to do that. And um, you know, it's as you'll see from a. Uh, piece of feedback coming up it might be the last con of the year (laughs) so josh says uh that corona be killing the con season what's going on should i be worried uh yeah it looks like uh ec uh, emerald city just canceled uh their or postponed their their convention the um south by southwest has just canceled and um it was interesting to watch in real time kind of unfold as, um, you know, more and more cases of the coronavirus in Washington, you know, wasn't that many, like 30 or so, mm. I think, at the time. Um, but that's that's kind of the location of Emerald City, right? It's in Seattle? Is that, that correct? That sounds right, yeah. Um, or, yeah, I think it's in, in, in Seattle. And so you saw more and more creators be like, you know what? Uh, I hate to miss it, but I think I'm going to skip this one. And then you see, then Dark Horse pulled out. They're like, we really can't send our employees to this at this time. We probably shouldn't do that. And then more and more people started dropping out. And to the point where there was like, you know, I think Chris Sabella said, I'm going and I'm shaking hands. (laughs) (laughs) But there there was not a lot of people... Uh, that we're still going to be attending, and it was going to be tough for them to even pull the thing off. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think it was probably wise for them to p- postpone it until this stuff dies down a little bit, hopefully. Not, knock wood. And then the South by Southwest, um, that's a bummer. That's mm-hmm. a that's a big deal. You're not going to probably be able to reschedule that, right? That's just canceled, I'm guessing. I, I'm assuming, yeah, most of this stuff is just see you next year. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, I don't know what's after that, what's coming up in con season. I haven't looked recently at, at the schedule, but, you know, they start hitting, you know, one after the other here pretty soon. Um, um, so that's, that's scary stuff, man. Um, I don't know, would you, would you like to be in a, in a convention season, you know, when it's, when it, or in the middle of a convention, pressing the flesh with, when it, 
people are coughing and hacking all over the place and you don't know how serious it is? Eh, bring it on. I'm pretty much immune to everything. <laughs> you're, not, you're the opposite of immune. Yeah. What is the opposite of immune? When you're perpetually you're always... sick, no illness is too great. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're already infected, so with something <laughs> all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope that um, it dies down quickly and uh, we can get back to uh, con- conventions and going to movies and hopping on airplanes and everything per normal. That that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, Matthew asks, what's the deal with this punchline? Is she the next Harley, the next Spider Gwen, or just overhyped? All three. <laughs> All three, all three, all three rolled up into one. To be all of those things. Well, yeah, we've seen some exciting stuff happen on eBay, right? Yeah, I mean, she's definitely overhyped. She's definitely not done anything yet. However, she also hit at a point where DC print runs for things like Hellraiser and, and even the Batman stuff is lower than it's been in a while. So, you know, right, right place, right time at the moment. So. I mean, the spike's bigger than most other stuff, so, like, this is a bigger spike than, than uh, like, just a Joker's girlfriend type thing. So, if they do something cool with her, she's got a great look. They're uh, pumping the art into her. Um, and like I said, uh, it's got the diminutive numbers on the first appearance. Um, if DC does it right, yeah, they have another Spider-Gwen. Or they have a, their own Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue into the uh, cover price top ten. Uh, list for this week. Um, our good friends over at Cover Price, that's C O V R P R I C E, um, curate some great. Uh, Without even looking, can I guess? <laughs> you t- yeah, go ahead and guess what number one is. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's uh, probably Hellarisen three, and then the second <laughs> one is Hellarisen three uh, B, and then yeah. Batman eighty nine and Batman eighty nine B. You are. Uh, Pretty close, <laughs> exact to exact. Yes. Uh, number one is uh, "Year of the Villain." Hell, "Year of the Villain." Hell Risen. Number three, cover A. Oh yeah. Um, three hundred and twenty-five copies sold this week, uh, about forty dollars a piece. Um, Eighty-nine Maybe shops just straight up did not put them on the shelves. <laughs> yeah, can't blame them. Yeah. Uh, well, you you could blame them if we moving if we were... on. Moving on. <laughs> See our argument in the previous episode. Yes. Go back to. Uh, Five fifty-five. You know what comes right before five sixty-one. Five fifty. <laughs> um, number two was Batman eighty-nine cover A, yeah. which was the first quote-unquote cameo appearance. Oh my goodness, you've been don't, lampooning this whole cameo thing, but you've been doing that for a decade now. Don't get me started on that not being a cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, it sold two hundred copies and also averaged around forty bucks. Then we've got something wedged in here. Um, X-Men number four, uh, which is the first appearance of Omega Red. Ain't nobody got time for you, X-Men. Move on. <laughs> yeah. A hundred copies of that sold for about 20 bucks a piece. And there's got to be a ton of those, because that, is that the series that has the X-Men one with like a million copies? Uh, it's very popular. It's the Hickman book. Yeah. It's, it's selling very well. So, um, right? Is this the Hickman series? Or is this the original X-Men from back in the Jim Lee days? Again, that's what, that's literally the question I asked you. Oh, I don't know. I didn't do any research, and it's not a clickable link. 
Uh, so therefore, I'm out. Uh, so then, uh, number four, we have Year of the Villain. Hella reason. Number three, the Federici Ricci variant. Um, this sold 50 copies, also over 40 bucks. Then we have the man, the Matina, the Francesca Matina variant of Batman 89. Uh, sold 72 copies of this one for around 30 dollars. Then we can get out of the Batman business for a second. We're out of the punchline business for a second. <laughs> nah, I think we'll be coming back. <laughs> uh, Star Wars The Rise of Kylo Ren number three. We asked recently if uh, that, that was over. We should jump off the Kylo Ren bandwagon. Well, 46 copies of third issue sold for double cover. So still selling well. That's awesome. Uh, Todd, the ugliest kid on earth, number one. You had these. You were big on this. I love this thing. Um, it is back on because it's being optioned again because the last option didn't take. So it's somebody else has optioned it. Um, and then has, so it sold 70, 17 copies uh, for about $16 a piece. Optioned again, you say? Yes. Yeah, so died. Option died. On the vine, and then was optioned again. That's yeah. interesting. And by the way, our X Men number four, Jim Lee, nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the eighth spot, Star Wars: The Rise of Kylo Ren three, uh, the Landini variant, uh, sold twenty seven copies at thirty six dollars a piece. Then we have Spider Woman number one. Um, this continues to pop up because of the rumored Spider Woman movie. 32 copies sold, $80. Um, very nice. I think our and LCS then, had one of these. They were trying to to sell out raw for 100 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds about right. And then uh, rounding out the top 10, Ultimate Fallout number 4, the first appearance of Miles Morales. Uh, 12 of these sold at an average of $121 in 9.8 graded condition. So there we go. Hmm. Batman has made a resurgence. In a doubt. Yeah, now the, the haters got rid of Tom King, and now everybody's excited about Batman again, just like that. <laughs> and the publisher. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Uh, let's see. We um, I think we got an FOC hot off the presses from Eric like seconds ago. Yeah, let me pull that up because I did not do it earlier. <laughs> Did you have the spreadsheet up or the, um, <coughs> you don't have the email up either? Yeah, I accidentally clicked off of it and it disappeared, so I have to grab it again. <laughs> well, I could take it from here then. Yeah, um, real quick. Let's see, we've got uh, Eric's curated items. Uh, he has three versions of Batman 92 highlighted. The A cover by Yasmin Putri, the, the B cover by Art Germ, which is awesome, cardstock, mm -hmm. and then a 1 in 25 um, punchline variant edition by Yasmin Putri. So, yeah, obviously we've got a uh, punchline on the cover for the first time, so it's going to be a big deal. Um, we're hearing rumors that shops are, are buying hundreds and hundreds of copies of this, uh, going in really deep. I think, I think we're going to have plenty of uh supply and i don't know if we're going to have the demand but i also since i've already missed out on um the majority of this uh punchline craze i'm going to pick up at least 
a, a smattering of these. Just to yeah, have no them. doubt. But um, more to have really than to flip, because like I said, I think I also think that it's going to be just copious amounts of these just everywhere. Yeah, and I really like the B cardstock cover um, by Art Germ. And the one in twenty five is nice, but I, I I'm not paying forty dollars for it. So yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, that Art Germ is awesome, and for three bucks can beat it. And for forty, that's not bad on the ninety two. But I don't know if I'll be reaching for that. If it was somebody other than Putri, I might. Yeah, um, that, there, uh, there's also things like we've seen uh, the cover B for issue nine, issue ninety four. She's on. Uh, that is a really good cover. There were sites that were selling that one in twenty five for nineteen bucks, nineteen ninety nine. Those have sold out pretty quickly. Yeah, they flew. That was boom. And now they're all they all seem to be selling over forty dollars now. Yeah. Uh, we have Firepower, uh, the Robert Kirkman Chris Samney book. Which is, um, the whole trade is dropping. Is it, a, is it just being released as a trade? This is Prelude, so that's leading up. Volume 1 Prelude. Huh. That's interesting. It's a $10 trade. Oh, okay. Well, but he does his, he does what he wants. <laughs> he is Robert Kirkman. And then we have a, um... Uh, Dr. Afra relaunch at number one. Yeah, Didn't it's popular that. enough to be uh, uh, relaunched, but not really cared about necessarily outside of the, the actual comic book world, and especially since her legit first appearance hasn't been that big a deal. Uh, but they're continuing to spin her. They like her. So uh, this is a cover by Valentina Reminar. Not familiar with her work, but she does, it, it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. And I believe oh we have also a a Black Widow number one, um, Adam Hughes cover, uh, that is that is quite nice. Yeah. That he that Eric has highlighted. So uh, a lot of Batman. He he pulled on pulled out six things to take a look at six or seven, um, and some nice stuff in there. But yeah. now let's see what we think. And let's start it where we love to start it. I thought see let's start with Dark Horse. All kinds of Dark Horse stuff. Yeah, that interesting to see that bang go to a third printing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very neat. Different cover looking too. Yeah, we got that Spy Island number one um, with Liam Mitternich doing cover, and it's another Ch Chelsea Kane book. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Um, looks pretty darn good. Yeah, it's an interesting cover. Uh, let's see anything else in Dark Horse. Yep, there we have the. Um, and then when you get into DC, we have the. <laughs> so no, okay, moving on to DC. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, we have the Batman ninety twos, the aforementioned Batman ninety twos, right off the bat. So not too late to jump on the uh, punchline craze. Yeah, you guarantee yourself some there. Yeah, because if that's a hot book, um, you won't be able to find it. Eric, or I think it was Jason, had mentioned that his Hawaii shop um, told him that Diamond shorted all their 89s and uh, Hell Arisen 3s. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So the, the boat to Hawaii got hijacked. Didn't quite make it. <laughs> all of my guns have, have been lost in a, a boating accident. Same thing mm -hmm. with my... 
Batman 89s. Lois Lane's on 10 of 12 as it nears its end. <coughs> Look at that Harley Quinn criminal insanity. I was getting ready to click on that Frank Cho Harley Quinn 72, but mm -hmm. I, you, you jumped the gun on me. How's it look? I went to the Joker Harley Criminal Insanity Mike um, Mayhew oh. variant on that one. Oh, that's a really cool looking cover. Then I'll really? hop on the yeah. That's Frank worth, that's a uh, blood soaked shirtless Joker cover. That's pretty dope. The Frank Cho should be uh, mandatory for all your Easter baskets for your children. Yeah, that is very cool. That's very nice. What's Harley doing to the Easter Bunny? <laughs> wow. Did you look at the cover of that? The, the hardcover? The uh -uh. Joker hardcover? Lieberham Vermejo. That's pretty nice. Well, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I think I'd seen that before, but mm -hmm. it, it, nice to see it again. All right. Anything else in DC, sir? I uh, didn't get a chance to read that first Strange Adventures yet from Tom King and um, Doc Shaner. Looking forward to that. That's mm -hmm. second issues in FOC. Yeah, that's it, though. All right, let's head on down to some IDW. Nothing really new. Doesn't look like down there. It's a Clone Wars horse thing. Is that yeah, like the Star whole Wars series? Adventures, Clone Wars number one. Uh, they're doing one, two, three, four, and five. All available on the same FOC. Is that... Well, that's weird, right? Yeah. This I mean, is exciting that, a new thing? This is a weekly series exploring a time of great upheaval in the galaxy, the Clone Wars. While Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and other Jedi Knights confront Count Dooku, two Republic squadrons must hold their position against an encroaching droid army of the Separatists. Pinned down for the duration, Commander Cody, Captain Rex, and other clones swap war stories that feature your favorite characters from the Clone Wars animated series such as Padme, Amidabla, Grievous, and many more. It sounds like... They are just through the guise of fire, you know, beside the campfire story is just retelling the uh, animated series stuff. Oh, okay. As a weekly. As a weekly, yeah. Okay. That's so cool. If, if you like any of the 501st and any of the clones, this could be neat, but it doesn't look like anything. And it is going to be new canon or breaking ground, I would say. So... Very nice. All right, down to see some image stuff. Uh, what's this Ludacrats? That's oh, it's Kieran Gillen, mm -hmm. uh, Tamara Bond villain, and Jeff Stokely doing the cover. It's the ludicrous. The ludicrat is a ludicrous aristocrat. <laughs> M-rated asterisk and obelix. Hmm. I for can't one cannot wait for Joshua Williamson's Nail Biter returns. Oh yeah. Nail Biter has been was awesome. Was something that even for you and I who aren't real 
murderer slash horror people. Speak um, for yourself. Just, okay, I'm not a murder horror person, um, but this was just so well done that you couldn't help but be enamored by it. By it. I can't wait. Um, they returns with an extra length first issue for three ninety nine. So not only do they tell a story we write in a way that we like, they <laughs> launch a series in a way that we like. So kudos, kudos. There's no reason not to do it. And if you missed Nailbiter one, um, just grab this anyways. Also, there are some awesome hardcovers to catch up on the original Nailbiter series as well. Man, I, I, I do I need? I bet you they'll. I bet you they'll do a nice little. Um... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot this was Josh Williamson. Oh, yeah? Was yeah. where I first started liking him. Yeah, I, f- I had forgotten that, that he was the writer on this. Man, that was so long ago. feels like it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. that that's cool. Mirko and Dolfo's Mercy goes to a second printing pretty quickly. On the Stump goes to a second printing. That was good, too. I like that one. I like both mm-hmm. of those, actually. like Mercy and On the Stump. It sounds just like some people buying some comics. A lot of things moving good. Um, out of, out of the out of dark, outer darkness, Chew crossover. Um, I I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the Chew parts more because I don't know much about Outer Darkness because I don't read it. Um, but it was accessible enough for me. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to see the Chew character again. Yeah, and I think a lot of people thought the same way because it sold out. Yeah, I saw something about a new Chew that's C-H-U Chew. Yeah, well, I think that's Tony Chew's, Tony, that's how Tony Chew spells his last name. Is it? Okay, I saw that on the cover, so I wasn't sure. But he has a sister. Um, so the new thing coming out is, um, I think, Sapphire Chew, maybe? Okay. So, some some sister that we didn't know he had. Gotcha. And so she has the same um, ability to eat and Discover and they're literally they're, so we're literally going to have to distinguish between the series of Chew and the series of Chew. Mm, maybe <laughs> if, if that's what they're are they going to call it CHU CHU yes yeah, what I saw Instead I saw CHU issue one I was like <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's great yes you're right that would be kind of confusing for folks I want Chew spell it <laughs> <laughs> yeah which. Which, I mean, we live in the series where, you know, we had... Die and die, die. We had Ant-Man come out with three different series in one year, but... Yeah. True. Alright, moving on to Marvel. I'm probably going to take a look at that Black Widow, but I don't know. Did you see Chase Scott Campbell? He's doing Black Widow too. Yeah. Oh, he's been doing every issue of Black I know, Cat. He's been doing everything. We're not getting a look at it yet. And normally what J. Scott Campbell does is after the deadline for the uh, for the uh, FOC hits, then he'll release it on his website. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, the art. So you can't see it? Correct. Right now? Uh, so then you don't know what the $1,000 FOC virgin is? Correct. Wow. Can you... Who's throwing a grand down for an unknown cover? Speckers and JS Sears. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. That would be exactly who. Yeah. Empire Avengers Zero. 
Empire Fantastic Four Zero. We excited for these zero issues of uh, an Empire crossovers? No, <laughs> I don't think I am either. I think I'll probably sit this whole thing out again. And we've we've gone so f- have we gone such down the rabbit hole with action figure variants that we're now con- they're changing them up as two pack action figure variants. So the, is it the same character or two different ones? I'm assuming we're going to get two different characters and like, ah, oh, it's a two-pack. So, but they're not going to show us this either. Correct. Not even at FOC. Come on. I know. Normally FOC is awesome because you can, they'll give us this kind of thing. But they ain't giving us nothing. Well, it's not, so it's not even done, I'm guessing. Yeah. No reason to keep it back if you had it. There's a second issue of Spider-Man Noir. Uh, that first issue was awesome. Was it nice? Yeah. Star number two going to a second print. You can check out the Ashley Witter Dr. Afro number one. Very nice. Yeah, it's dope. Her in the uh, Snow Trooper. Up there. I'm going to look at all of those real quick. Every every Doctor Afro cover. Yep. <laughs> that one's cool too. Also have a Taskmaster launching. I like Taskmaster, so Taskmaster. So I'm excited about this. Yeah, it'd be nice if we saw him at something. Jed McKay doing the writing. But yeah, he's doing that Black Cat series, which I like. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. True Believers, Black Widow. Introducing one. Huh. It's a weird Black Widow. No facsimiles this week. No facsimiles. There's Red Guardian, of course, is our other dude from uh, um, the Widow movie. David Harbour. Yeah. Playing him. Another uh, hero that I can see myself cosplaying as. <laughs> the bearded, overweight, uh, you got slightly offensive Russian accent. Yep. You got it. So you got that and... Um, Fat Thor. Uh, Fat Thor. Yeah. You got that, t- get that down. Yeah. Good. <laughs> if only the flu hadn't killed our cons. You'd <laughs> be ready to go. So we've got... Um, if we're done with Marvel... Sure. We've got the arter, artist, writers, and artisans, um, which has year zero issue one. This has been Piercy doing the writing on this with a Carrie Andrews cover, which is really nice, really nice cover. Mm-hmm. And um, I was listening to our buddy Eric. Cowabunga and and James they were they released the Cowcast yeah and and a couple of them now they're, they're talking about you in one of them oh. one of the episode recent episodes gotta check it out um yeah and um they said that Axel Alonso the guy that got booted from Marvel a few years ago mm-hmm. he's part of the he's part of this publishing nice this artist writers and artisans and that um. It looks pretty promising. This year zero looks good. It looks does look really good. And then we have the Upshot Now magazine number one, um, as well available. 
and it will have a sneak peek at Frank Cho's sexy sci-fi adventure, Fight Girls. So this may be worth grabbing up for a, perhaps a preview first appearance if the, if this new Cho thing does anything. So this is all four first issues and sneak peeks of the second issues. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. Huh. And this is a bonus preview of Frank Cho's Fight Girl. I think that's one we haven't seen yet. Maybe. I don't Wonder, know. That's kind of neat. Yeah. I have to think about that. But it's not first appearances because the first issues have come out, right? I think so. This on, is just on most of the stuff. Okay. But maybe not necessarily. I, I got to do some research on that. It's interesting. Finger Guns issue two. Did you read the first one? I'm trying to think. What's it about? Let me look. No, I have not read the first one of this one yet. Uh, The Boys is back. Garth Garth Ennis. Uh, This one's called Dear Becky. Um, Looking forward to that. Twelve years after the events of The Boys. Of course, I never... I'm I'm not completely finished with the first series, so Mm -hmm. I should probably do... Knock that out first. Got a new Nancy Drew launching. The last one was so much fun. I liked it a lot. Uh, This is uh, Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys. The Death of Nancy Drew, number one, from Dynamite. Looks really good. There's a Red Sonja. Uh, Andrew Peepoid cover, which I know our buddy Mike Myers is a big fan of. Andrew Peepoid art. He, he'll be on all over this. Hmm. It was a 50, 50 copy cover. Incentive. Man. They go all out, dude. Yep. I like Bob Q a lot. I like what he's been doing. And again, I was. This is the Red Sonia that I thought ended at number 12. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Still going. Disaster Incorporated from Aftershock. Joe Harris, Sebastian Pierre's on art. Is Joe Harris the one that did that? Black Eyed Kids that I like so much. Uh, Great Pacific Rock Stars, The X Files. I don't know about them. Ah, uh, uh, the no. Think, yeah, I don't think it's him. In 2011, the worst earthquake in Japan's history in the catastrophic tsunami that followed breached the coastal Fukushima Daikon power plant, causing the three of its four reactors. Blah blah blah. Blah blah. We're building off that apparently. We got Rogue Planet number one from Oni Press. Haven't read an Oni in a while. Oh. Um, so this is a Colin Bunn book. Hey, there you go. With uh, Andy McDowell. Let's see if it's good, Colin Bunn. Ooh, we got a Kyle Strom cover. Oh, oh really? There you go. Yeah. Might be worth checking out. And I think that's all I had yeah, in the FOC, well. but that's plenty. Yeah, no, no kidding. Plenty. All kinds of things here in the FOC to jump on, especially if you're uh, 
don't want to be missing out if you missed out on the first wave of the punchline stuff like pretty much a lot of us did um you can at least have a few things of her with that uh, do you need to 92 or whatnot do you need to increase your order at nah, any I'm for good. this at all i'm good you're good you're good All right. Well, with that being said, let's slide over and do our sneak peeks at next week. Yes, as we already covered all of our uh, top tens and all of our secondary market stuff on cover price. Send it over to previewsworld.com. Find our new releases. Find 311.20. And let's start where we love to start. Let's start in image decorum number one. Jonathan Hickman. Mike Huddleston, um, very cool looking covers. I think we had this conversation, but does this mean he's not going to finish Black Monday Murders then? We, we've decided that probably not, or else it'll be something that pops back yeah. away later. Yeah. Oh, we got a, another death in Manifest Destiny, number 42, killing off my boys. Mm. Got a, a snot girl sighting from July. Of 2019. Dang. Good to see. Good to see. At least it's coming back, though. Yeah. And then we have the debut of Stealth. And is that? Mike Costa. Mike Costa. Yeah. Um, I think I read the preview pages in the back of something. And it was looked okay. Yeah, this one that <sighs> Created by Robert Kirkman and Mark Silvestri. Back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all I had in Image, and I have nothing in Dark Horse. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was very quick of you, but you had nothing going on there. And I have See, nothing in IDW. IDW, we've moved on past and uh, uh, TMNT ongoing, going to, it's issue 101, going to a second print. So, continuing some of the 100 pub, even through that. Um, we get into DC, and of course, the question is, do we care about the second printing of 89? Yes. Okay. Of course we do. Okay. So we still want to make sure we get the second print. If we couldn't get the first one, uh, we want to make sure we FOC uh, our stuff for 92. So at the very least, we're not left in the complete dust. We just weren't the first wave. I mean, does DC... Do extra covers? No, they just make them orange. But, I mean, okay, so... The, the editor at DC over the Batman line, uh-huh. he, he reads Tinian's book, Tynan's book, uh-huh. and he says, oh, you've introduced a new girlfriend for Joker. Does he, does nothing in, in this editor's head, or Tynan's head at that, for that matter, say, hey, you know what? This could be... This could be a Joker's daughter situation from not so long ago that people were excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, we should let the retailers know. I believe this is why we fired a gentleman for DC. But I mean, no, well, it's not the publisher's fault. It's the editor that didn't raise, that didn't notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, the publisher, the publisher can't read every book that the that is published when when they're putting out a hundred books. Yeah. I mean, it's the editor of the line and the assistant editors and the and the damn writer himself. You know, he can he's on Twitter all the time. Yes, sir. He, and usually when they do when 
I knew this would come into a way that you could just put a more slam Tynan. Boy Tynan, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he, you know, he says other things all the time. So why can't he just say, "Guys, something pretty got a new character coming. You might want to get on board. FOC's coming pretty soon." Is that the kind of thing you want from a creator? Is to be like, "Ha ha, forget these three books coming out, but man, that fourth one, ho ho." I actually did yeah. something on that one. Yes, uh, yes, do uh, that, do that. It's going to be a big, going to be a big. You're going to have trouble finding it if you don't if you don't pre-order it. Gotcha. Hmm. If it, and if not the and if not the creator because he's an artist or whatever, then the editor who is not he's a cube minion. So that <laughs> their job, their job needs to be to to pick up on this crap, elevate it to marketing. And get it in the eyes of the retailers so that they know it's hap- what's happening. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Soapbox done. Drew out. Drew, Drew drops the mic. We'll pick it back <laughs> up for the rest of the podcast, sir. <laughs> and we have a very cool looking Batman and the Outsiders number 11 cardstock Del Auto variant of our good friend Ra's al Ghul. Uh, a nice sideways cover. It's really cool looking. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I've got that uh, facsimile detective coming. I can't wait to get my hands on that and read that one. That'll yeah. be fun. I, I, I've i never read that story. So that'll be cool to have the, the facsimile. Yeah. Your girl Joelle Jones with a really nice Catwoman 21 cover. And then there's a cool cover B as well. Where is this? Who's this? Catwoman 21 and Catwoman 21B. Oh, okay. We've got our dollhouse line with its penultimate issue. Again, uh, four was a perfect ending. (laughs) A perfectly creepy ending to dollhouse. But we have two more. And I thought, oh, wow, that that was really ballsy way to end that series. The way he did... It's just like an episode of Twilight Zone or something, and it was really it was really cool and creepy. I was like, man, that was great, and I did not realize that there are two more issues. That's awesome. Again, again, I don't pay attention. Dang it! Here we also have Year of the Villain Hell Arisen issue three. Yeah, you got to do right. the two for right. Yeah. You, you. Now, do you think? Okay. Knowing our LCS owner like we do, <laughs> not our local L- LCS owner. None of uh, these will hit the shelf. Is he going to pull the second printings off the shelf as well? Yeah, he's already made some promises to the people he didn't give anything to the first time. That uh, I got some more coming in. I'll make sure you get one of those. In second print. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I had. All right, let's head on down to Marvel. We have the Amazing Spider Woman 41 Brown Spider Woman variant, which is the Ryan Brown Spider Woman variant, not the Brown Spider Woman variant. <laughs> Just in case there was any confusion. Yeah, yeah. It's not a new character. 
So we have the, okay, we have cable number one, black blank variant. So where we have the blank covers, now we have the black blank covers. So you have to draw on it in with the silver mar Sharpie? Yeah, or perhaps it's those, uh, those color graph things where you just kind of scratch off the black and it'll have chromium underneath it. Who knows? Oh, well, that'd yeah. be interesting. <laughs> I completely made that part of it up, just FYI. Okay. Cool little Scotty Young cover. But if you got if you're going to a con and you're a cable guy and you've got a creator that put a nice dope signature in a in a you know, a silver sharpie on that black, that's gonna look really nice. Yeah. But don't we usually don't black covers usually come in? Yeah, hard up to get enough. a nine point eight. Super hard to get a nine point eight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Quinn Station Man. number two hundred five. If you are Adam Husing it, you're gonna want that cover. Yeah, that, that, that first issue was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, Jessica Jones blind spot is great. Uh, it's almost over. I hope they keep doing these. Mm -hmm. it, these are as good as the Bendis books were really good fun stuff it's just you know it, you know what it is it's like it's like detective stories you know and since she's a, like a private eye so she's doing she's investigating and it's kind of like what you want batman to do you know you mm -hmm. want batman to do more detecting and less you know punching galactus in the face there you go wrong 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 publisher but you get I'm you get what i was trying to understand um, and so it's it's kind of cool. Back to basics, sleuthing. There you go. All right, I'll tell you what I'm excited for, Drew. I'm excited for Star Wars Bounty Hunters number one. I know because you love Boba Fett. I'm not again. I'm not a big Boba Fett, but again, I've been caught in his Star Wars vortex for the last couple months. So all this cool stuff is on here. So I'm just we got Nakano Lash on the front along with Bosch and Boba Fett. So, tell me a good story. So I'm in. I'm I'm in for a good bounty hunter story. I think this is going to be huge, really, because we're coming off of Mandalorian. Yes, and we're coming off of the Kylo Ren, which was been has been super hot. Yes. So this it just makes sense to me that this would be a hot book right off the show. And so, but and we want that Boba Fett B. Oh, why is that? I don't. I'm, that was the. I, I'm sorry. There was supposed to be a question at the end of that. Oh, okay. The Andrews, the the Carrie Andrews. Mm-hmm. The Carrie Andrews. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I like the A, but that is nice. If you were making the call, what are you doing? I'm. I'm gonna get the A. Oh wow! This is one instance where I disagree. Yeah. All boba all the time. Yeah. Because he, cause he looks like the Mandalorian? Mm, yeah, the heat on the Mando. Absolutely, 1,000%. Um, Rise of Kylo Ren, we talked about three still being on a way. Yeah. By golly, here's four. Run out I and mean, snag it. There's no reason <laughs> not to. Um, especially, yeah. maybe they'll, they'll end it on something really dope. So... Um, not to, that, or, or he'll just disappear and fade. Um, no, no, something will happen. Maybe he'll just, you know, 
kiss, give her a kiss, and then just disappear, and that's it. You done? Spoilers. That was dumb. <laughs> we have, oh man, I'm already not sure what I'm going to do as my pick of the week, and we're all halfway through Marvel. Uh huh. I know, right? Written down four things. I have four things written down, too. Jeez. <laughs> uh, These I'm writing it down this time. I'm not totally lost. <laughs> We're not going to. Uh, could somebody vamp while I try to figure out what I want to do with it? What, what was that thing I was going to do? Yeah, no doubt. So uh, now we're in Dynamite? Anything else Marvel? No, I'm not. I'm done. Uh, what is the... Oh, it's another dumb... Never mind. Never mind. Down to Dynamite. Uh-uh. Uh, no boom either. I mean, I like Ghost in L.A., but it's on issue nine, so. Yeah. I dropped BB Free. I don't read that anymore. Dude, Red, Red Mother 1 is on a fourth print. Yeah, I didn't I didn't co- connect with me. Yeah. All right, let's look at some of our smaller publishers. It's interesting since they moved the additional publishers out of the back half into the premier slots, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be like less and less stuff to choose from. North Bend from Scout Comics. Ryan Elsworthy. Or Elsworth, sorry. I, I added a Y for no real reason. Two Lolo Tay covers. Really nice. Yeah. In the not-too-distant future, the U.S. is at war against Russia and its own people. The country is on the verge of economic collapse and political revolution. Sounds familiar. Despite desperate to regain control, the CIA recruits Seattle DEA agent Brendan Krug to test an experimental mind-control drug on unwitting Americans. Interesting. And that too little taste nice. Yeah. Sweetheart is Action Lab. I tend to steer away from Action Lab. You might like them. Mm-hmm. I, I they kind of blend together for me, and I don't don't tend to check those out anymore. Yeah. Uh, we got the second issue of the Man Who Effed Up Time. Hey, that, there you go. That was a good call by you because that first issue was great. Really liked it a lot. But I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. So Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one book, maybe five books, that you go back and you make sure you go to your LCS? <laughs> this is not the week to skip it on your LCS. Blast some 311 on 311 day and go to your LCS next Monday. And what do you pick up? <laughs> I wish I could I wish I wish could ha- get that ta- tune in my head right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I can't think of how it goes. Um, I'm going uh, to go with the Hell Arisen 3 second print. Nice. Um, because... The cameo is not really a cameo, so I'm not going to steer clear of Batman 89. There you go. And I'm torn between two Star Wars books, and I'm going to take the easiest call in Kylo Ren number four. Wow. Wow. I thought you'd go with Bounty Hunters one for sure. Yeah, that was the other one there. Again, like I said, I wrote a lot lot down a lot of reasons to go in to your LCS, a lot of reasons to... uh, Contact your local comic store that does FOC to make sure you get on the lists uh, to get 
the uh, FOC cutoff stuff for that 92 and you don't miss that boat, if your local does not do FOC or anything like that, reach out to Cowabunga. Eric will hook you up, put you on a list, and mail these to you if need be. Um, we think there might be something, at least enough there, that you don't want to miss the second train leaving the station. So, uh, But again, a, a nice day for comics, a nice conversation about comics on the rise, and a lot of things going to a second print. Industry looks healthy and good, and we love to hear that kind of thing. So, if you picked anything else out of this giant gap of awesome stuff that comes out on March the 11th, be part of the podcast. Uh, tweet us, Instagram us, uh, Facebook us, uh, email us, yes. all the other things us. Um, be part of the podcast. Tell us if there's something we missed in this and you think is a good thing. Or if you disagree, tell me why you don't think any of these are worth a darn let us know or if you were lucky enough to pick up any of the first run on this punchline stuff let us know because i love it when uh people that listen to us were able to catch the wave because i've been just angry looking at ebay listings for six books for two hundred dollars because it's driving me up the wall <laughs> oi anyways no, we so we thank fell. you so much for drew and for myself see ya